With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Wednesday. And my, oh my, does it feel good to say that. Now, it was you guys on Twitter. It was my lucky quarter that got the job done. I actually still had a losing day with my handicap. But let's recap the winning card for Wednesday. My college basketball handicap goes two and three. I lose on Santa Clara, minus the one and a half. Bad read on my part. Tim Miles had San Jose State all fired up for their crosstown rival, and I paid the price there. I had Xavier plus the five and a half at St. John's. Oh, boy, you are not going to beat Rick Pitino in his Big East return. I lost that ticket. I had Belmont minus the four and a half. Ah, this one hurt. Belmont missed four front ends during the game, and they missed two free throws in the final closing seconds. They win the game by four, and I lose by the half a point. So I lose that one by a half a point, but I win one by a half a point. As Georgia gets the job done for me, I cash the minus 11 and a half as they win by 12. Then the game of the day for me, the the one that I really felt like I got gut punched right away, made me feel sick and miserable. I had UC San Diego against Cal. Cal gets out to a 21 to two lead. They go five for five from three point land to start. They go seven for seven to start the game. UC San Diego battles back from 27 down takes the lead late in the game. Ultimately, they lose by four, and I get to cash the ticket twice since you guys did the job on Twitter. So thank you for the votes, and thank you for the winner. Then my lucky quarter, well, it continues to be hot for me. I cash in the NBA on the Knicks and the Nets under the 233. I cash in the Frozen Pond with the Red Wings and the Jets over the six and a half. Add it all together, I make 1.54 units for the day. It wasn't exactly how I designed it, but I'll take profit anytime I can get it. So now let's get to the card for Thursday, and we start with college football. It's the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. It's South Florida against Syracuse. So I unfortunately remember the night that I expected Garrett Schrader to start at quarterback for the Cuse against Boston College, and I ended up with Carlos Del Rio Wilson at QB. I lost that bet with Del Rio Wilson going 7 of 17 for 37 yards, no touchdowns, and four interceptions. It's tough to forget things like that. Schrader is out for the Qs. He had surgery after the season, so Del Rio Wilson will get the call again. South Florida's D gives up 6.3 yards per play, 34.9 points per game, but I just don't see the Orange putting up numbers like that here on Thursday. Syracuse has a good defense, allowing just 23.8 points per game against much tougher competition. The Bulls of UCF, well, they'll have a nice crowd advantage, but I'm going to stay away from the side. I do like the game under, but the first half number is at 28 and a half, and I think that's the play. So I'm on the first half under 28 and a half between the Bulls of South Florida and the Orange of Syracuse. Next up, we go to the National Football League. It's the New Orleans Saints plus the four at the Los Angeles Rams. 
So both teams are 7-7 seven and seven in the season. The Rams would currently be in the playoffs as the final wild card. The Saints are on the outside looking in, losing both the division and wild card tiebreakers. The Rams have actually won four of five. The only loss during that stretch was the OT loss at Baltimore in memorable fashion. So they're playing some excellent football coming into this one. Three and one against the spread at home this year when favored by more than three. The Saints finally got things going at home with back-to-back dominating wins over the Panthers and the Giants. But that was the Panthers and the Giants. Dennis Allen is just 1-12 and against teams with a 500 or better record as coach of the Saints. This will be the Saints' eighth road game this year. They've actually been favored in six of their first seven. The only time that they were an underdog was at New England. That's a head-scratcher. And they won that game 34 to nothing. This will only be the second time this year that the Saints are an underdog of more than three. The Lions were favored by four and beat the Saints 33-28. to So X and O handicappers seem to like the Rams. The travel edge favors the Rams. They played at home on Sunday. The home field advantage obviously favors the Rams. The injury report also favors the Rams. Add it all up, feels like it should be more than four. But Matthew Stafford has gone three consecutive weeks without an interception. The Saints ranked 28th in the luck rankings. It's time for things to even out a little bit. I think these teams finally are fairly even, so I'm going to grab the four and hope for a last-minute field goal by someone anyway. Give me the Saints of New Orleans plus the four at the L.A. Rams. Next up, we go to the prop bets, my typical three, but unlike what I typically do, I just couldn't find three overs this time. I just couldn't do it. So let's start at quarterback. It's, it's Matthew Stafford under 247 and a half yards passing against the Saints. So Stafford has gone over this number in three straight, but the Saints rank sixth against the pass, giving up just 185 point yards per game. And the Saints defense is allowing 4.5 yards per carry on the ground. So I'd expect the Rams to have some success in the ground and maybe shy away from the pass. The Lions scored 33 against the Saints. Goff only had 213 yards in the air in that game. The Jaguars scored 31 against the Saints. Lawrence had just 204 in the year in that game. The only quarterbacks to go over this number this year, Jordan Love and Josh Dobbs. Game script will tell the story, but I'm going to bet the under here. Give me Matthew Stafford under the 247.5 yards passing for the Rams. Next up, we go to wide receiver. I'm going to skip running back. It's Rashid Shahid over the 31.5 yards receiving for the Saints. So it's not the end of the world to have Olave back in the lineup for the Saints. Shahid has gone over this number six times this year. His long went over this number in four of those six games. So we're just one big catch away from cashing. The Rams ranked 21st, giving up 226.1 yards per game in the air. I'm on the Saints, so let's roll with Shahid over the number. I'm on Rashid Shahid over the 31 and a half yards receiving for the Saints. Next up, we got a tight end. It's Tyler Higby over the 22 and a half yards receiving for the Rams. Higby has gone over in three straight. I normally shy away from that, but I won't this time around. He's gone over the number seven times. He's gone under the number seven times this year. The Saints are tough against the pass, but they are giving up the 11th most yards to tight ends this season. So I have a QB under and a tight end over. Not something that I normally like to do, but let's do it tonight. I'm on Tyler Higby over the 22 and a half yards receiving for the Rams. Then my first quarter under, I normally don't like it, but I always play it. 
It's the Saints and the Rams under the eight and a half in the first quarter at a minus 108. Next up on the card, we go to college basketball. And we start with Sacred Heart, minus the three against Dartmouth. So first game off the board here on Thursday. Dartmouth is 0-5 on the road this season, 4-7 and overall, picked seventh this year in the Ivy League. Their best win, they beat New Hampshire by 12, but the Big Green also played St. Louis tough, losing by just one, and they did lead at halftime at Vermont, who's a very good basketball team. Sacred Heart, on the other hand, they're just 2-3 and three at home. They're only 4-9 and nine on the season, but they were the preseason favorite to win the NEC. They've dropped seven consecutive basketball games, including losses to New Hampshire and Boston. Both teams at Dartmouth has actually defeated. Sacred Heart has the better offensive numbers, 71.8 points per game against 62.7 points per game. Neither team shoots great. The Pioneers are 32%, 40.5% for the Big Green. I'm banking on a hungry home team looking to avoid an eight-game losing streak before the Christmas break. So I'm going to lay the three with Sacred Heart at home over Dartmouth. Next up on the card, it's Troy, minus the three and a half against Eastern Kentucky. So it's rematch time. Eastern Kentucky won the first meeting, 77-76 at home, after being favored by six and a half. So this is actually a significant line movement compared to a few weeks back. Troy was just 12 of 41. Now that's just 29% on two-point shots in that game. They had 21 offensive rebounds and did well from beyond the arc to keep them in it. Both teams score in the 80s. Eastern Kentucky is 4-6 and six on the season. They've lost 4 of 5 since that game, including two straight against tough competition. Troy is 5-6 and six on the year, 2-2 two and two since that meeting, losing to Dayton and Old Miss. Obviously tough competition. So overall schedule strength edge to Troy, defensive efficiency edge to Troy, Home court edge Detroit, revenge spot edge Detroit. Yeah, I'll lay the number. I'll lay the three and a half with the Trojans of Troy at home over Eastern Kentucky. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next up on the card, it's Charleston. Plus the one and a half against St. Joseph's. So the Hawks are 9-2 and two on the season. They have six consecutive wins. They have good wins this year over Penn, Villanova, Temple, and Princeton, to name a few. Head-scratching loss to Texas A&M Commerce and a very competitive loss at Kentucky by just eight. So this is a good basketball team, 46th best in defensive efficiency, which will make this game one to watch. Charleston can go up and down. They're 7-4 and four on the season. Their losses have been to Duquesne, Vermont, Wyoming, and Florida Atlantic. They're playing better of late, winning six of seven, including wins over Kent State and Liberty. 
Offense is starting to click with three straight games in the 80s. They survived a 36% shooting night with a three-point win over Coastal Carolina last out this week. This is a tough place to play, normally a packed house. They'll be up for this one tonight. So give me the Cougars of Charleston at home, plus the one and a half over St. Joseph's. Next up on the card, it's San Diego State, minus the seven and a half against Stanford. So the Aztecs are nine and two on the year. They're five and oh at home. Their losses have been at BYU and at Grand Canyon. They have a pair of overtime wins against Pac-12 teams this year, beating both Washington and California. The wins have mostly been underwhelming this year, though, including one-point wins over UC San Diego and UC Irvine. Still a top 25 team on defense, giving up just 67 points per game. Offensive efficiency is ranked 43rd in the country, and their schedule strength year-to-date is 23rd. On the other hand, Stanford is 5-4 and four on the year. Their losses have been to Santa Clara, a team in my doghouse now, Arkansas in double overtime, Michigan, and Northern Iowa. This will actually be the first true road game of the season for the Cardinal. Stanford has good offensive numbers, shooting over 48% for the season, scoring over 80 points per game. This is San Diego State on the road. After a trip to the national championship, this place is always packed with 12,000 strong. I don't think beating a Pac-12 team ever gets old. It's a CBS Network game. I expect the Aztecs to do to Stanford what every home team of the Big East has been doing to me. Blitz them, run it up, and leave no doubt. Give me the Aztecs, minus the 7.5, at home over Stanford. Next up on the card, we go to the coin flip. This might be the best segment of this podcast here over the last week. In the NBA, it's the Indiana Pacers at the Memphis Grizzlies. Total of 245.5. Heads it is. I can't believe it. I'm on the over 245 and a half between the Pacers and the Grizzlies. Then on the Frozen Pond, I rarely pick a game with a total of seven, but I did just that. It's the Edmonton Oilers at the New Jersey Devils. Total of seven. Tails it is. I'm on the under seven between the Oilers and the Devils. So let's recap my card for Thursday. Can I finally have a winning day in college basketball? Please let me have a winning day again. It would feel so good. But here we go. College football. First half under South Florida and Syracuse under the 28 and a half in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. In the National Football League, I'm on the New Orleans Saints plus the four at the Los Angeles Rams. Your prop bets tonight, I'm on Matthew Stafford under the 247 and a half yards passing. I'm on Rashid Shahid over the 31 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Tyler Higby over the 22 and a half yards receiving. First quarter under, I'm on the Saints and the Rams under the eight and a half at a minus 108. College basketball, I'm on Sacred Heart minus the three against Dartmouth. I'm on Troy minus the three and a half over Eastern Kentucky. I'm on Charleston plus the one and a half against St. Joseph's. I'm on San Diego State minus the seven and a half against Stanford. In the NBA, Pacers, Grizzlies over the 245.5, NHL, Oilers, Devils under the 7. So that's my card for a Thursday. Can I make it back-to-back winning days? Boy, that would feel nice. As always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call. 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.